Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, this is Eric the Smoke Moran, and you're listening to Heroes 101. And if you're not listening, then you're a chump. So you need to listen in and become a hero on Hero 101. Yes! That's awesome! That's possibly the coolest thing I've ever heard. Welcome to Heroes 101 Radio, your one-stop shop for positivity and optimism in a fairly dreary world. Um, welcome, this is Spectre from New York, and uh, I'm joined as ever by my lovely co-host Rock from San Francisco. So, you know, I normally say something funny at the start of a show. Uh, well, I think it's funny, and uh, maybe you disagree, but I normally say something that I find amusing at the beginning of the show, but I have to stop and pause here for a second, and... Uh, you there in the chat room, uh, I can see you there. I can see you listening at home. You guys who are thinking, I went to the voting station. There was a line. I really didn't want to do it. And you know what? If you're still on the West Coast right now, some of the voting stations are open until 8 p.m. You've got an hour just to get in line. And I would say, for me, as somebody who's not allowed to vote, I don't care whether you're tired, whether it's been a long day at work, whether the line's really long and you don't want to, and you don't know who to pick. Just, just go and vote, dude. Right, like right now. Put, put the radio down and go and vote right now. We'll, we'll still be here. You can listen to us in the archive later. Cool. See ya. Okay. Bye. Um, so, as ever, I am joined by my lovely co-host from uh, San Francisco Rock and Roll. Good evening, my dear. <laughs> you know what? I, I loved your intro. In fact, uh, Bug was drinking soup, and you, you said you are a one-stop shop for pause. He almost spit it out. That was pretty good. So so I beg to differ. You did. You, you Look, you fit in something funny and a PSA all at once. Wow. You're hired, dude. That's it. I'm not going to pay you, but you're still hired. Woohoo, kind of. Um, <laughs> and as you say, joined as ever by uh, our faithful man on the soundboard, Nightbug. Good evening, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Nightbug speak. Hello, hello. <laughs> and you know what? If you know what that sound is, uh, write us in the chat room. Let us know. And, uh, um, and, and not you, Geekpile. We know you know what it is. And you get bonus points from us, and you're, you're awesomely cool if you knew what that sound bite was from. Oh, it's so easy, though. Yeah, Geekpile, it's pretty much your job to know everything, but like uh, my job <laughs> that I was just given, it's a job that doesn't pay, so it kind of sucks. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so as Rock just said, we have a chat room open on Blog Talk Radio. We also have a phone line, but my laptop's frozen, so I can't tell you what the number is. Can you guys recite the phone number for me until my IT problems disappear? Sure, it is 347-326. Nine eight two seven. Wow, that, I was, love the, that uh, was the robot. Make a good computer, stuff. right? Yeah. Okay. No, first, you're having IT problems. You're an IT guy. What's going? The world is just topsy turvy today. I'm telling you, it's going to be that kind of show. Did you try turning it on and off again? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So, uh, so anyway. you guys voted, did you tonight? Uh, yeah, of course. We uh, we're, we we don't say a lot in the real life superhero community world, but we are very very entrenched in this uh, this campaign. I'm I'm not going to mention for whom, but uh, we absolutely voted. We you know our family. We made sure that they got dragged out and voted too. So it's uh, we absolutely had to. Yeah. So I, as I said at the beginning, I'm not allowed to vote. Um, which, I don't know, maybe makes you more opinionated. I guess it's one of those things, if you're not allowed to do something, you want to do it even more. And also maybe if one of the candidates is talking about ejecting you from the country, um, if they win, maybe that's also an incentive to uh, to hope that they don't get in. But, uh, you know, for me, I, you know, I've been around a while. I'm not, I'm not a kid. I've been through a few elections where I'm from, and then one election in the U.S. previously, so it's not like this is uh, my first rodeo, but... Uh, this one's got a whole different feel, and um, you know maybe maybe it comes back to the whole superhero thing. But to me, this one definitely has a, a you know almost a good versus evil kind of feel to it. And I have to say, you know, looking at it from the outside as a foreigner coming in, um, I, I, I to be honest, I I don't stress too much about some of the changes in the healthcare system or the tax rules. You know, that, those are all things that. I guess as an outsider, I'm not that familiar with the, uh, the status quo anyway. But when you start talking about uh, preventing, um, you know, allowing uh, or condoning sexual assault, when you talk about uh, judging people based on their race, their sexual orientation, their gender, their religion, when you talk about um, judging whether a woman uh, has a choice of what to do with her own body when she's uh, facing probably one of the hardest decisions in her life, um, to me, we've come a fairly long way as a society over the last 50 years, and taking some of those things away takes a huge step back. And, uh, you know, if we were going to go down that road, that would probably influence my decision on whether I wanted to stick around or not. You know, that's, uh, that, that, that stuff's a big deal to me, even, even as, a, as a filthy immigrant. <laughs> you know, normally anybody who's listened to us for a while and that reminds me, we, we kind of have to introduce who we are uh, a little more in depth in a minute. But anybody who's listened to this even one or two times knows that I always have a lot to say <laughs> and and uh, more than two cents to add, to, to especially when you, you hit a topic like, you know, um, I don't know, something timely in the world. But I honestly right now have to, I'm so glad that you are, are um, expressing um, your feelings about all this, and and especially from someone who can't vote, you know, right now because of your status. Um, but I have to bite my lip right now, bite you know, zip my lip, bite my tongue, because we would literally, and yes, I am using that word because it applies here. We would literally use up the entire show talking about this if I get started, and so I really need to 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 just zip it right now. So literally. There's probably also a <laughs> TV shows on tonight talking about politics as well. But, uh, maybe a couple. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my Maybe gosh. we want to do something different. But, you know, I had I had my rant. I got it off my chest. But uh, No, you know I'm glad you did. Call, call, me a, call me a bleeding heart liberal, but some of the stuff that, that I was just talking about, is less about being a socialist or a liberal or whatever and just more about being a decent human being. So uh, t- 
to hell with that anyway. <laughs> so who are we? <laughs> who are we and what do we do? Um, yeah, who are we? Tell us who we are. You, I uh, mean, okay. you know, you always make me do it, but but the last <laughs> couple of times you did it, it sounded so pretty. I thought, you know, I, and really, I'm not just going, ah, eh, let him do it. I'm going, it sounds nicer when you say it. <laughs> I get I, so I, aggressive about. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a big part. <laughs> so, who are we? So, we are the initiative. So, we are a group of um, a group of volunteers who basically do work for our community in various forms, whether that be feeding the homeless, trash pickups, use needle pickups from the street to take dangerous used uh, hypodermic needles off of the street, uh, free self-defense classes, public safety patrols a whole bunch of things, anywhere that we can volunteer our time or our resources to uh, to try to improve our communities and, and make it a better place. Um, and I, I guess primarily in the context of tonight's show, we, we being the initiative, have branches uh, all, over the, all over the world now in, in Europe and in the U.S., um, several states across the U.S. now, um, which is awesome. And we're also part of a community which is loosely labeled by the press, the real-life superhero community, for better or worse, um, and one of the things that we're going to be doing on this show and future shows is talking to newcomers to the real life superhero community to talk about what it is, uh, you know, what it uh, what it means to people, the kind of people that it's attracting, um, and also to give you, our listeners, uh, not only an idea of what it is and who who comes along and joins this community. Uh, and the kind of things that they do on a day-to-day basis, but also, um, you know, wh- whether you you approve of this stuff, and uh, we'll be asking some some pretty tough questions. So we're going to have uh, our super seven minutes uh, later on with our special guest, who we'll we'll reveal later, um, where they'll have a chance to do their elevator pitch on who they are. We'll have a chance to grill them um, and and find out some more details about what they do, and you, our listeners, can uh, can see what you think of that. So that that's who we are in a nutshell. See, I told you it was a pretty nutshell too. It was nicely wrapped in a bow. I like that. <laughs> um, and and to to add to that, if uh, if you hear this and you think to yourself, what do they do? Busy? All those things he said, really? And 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 you think that any of that appeals to you, or if you think, yeah, you know, it would be really fun to be a real life superhero. And I, and I, I, I did the little bunny ears. Um, when I said that, because we know that we're not really superheroes with superpower, um, but it's easier to explain to people and then saying, oh, we're altruists who blah, 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 just because we want to. When we say real-life superhero, people get it. Oh, okay, you're trying to do good for the community. Yes, we are. If you guys want to join us at any time, we welcome everybody to – there's a place for everybody um, in our group. Uh, we have if, – if you don't want to be – Patrolling the streets at night, we also have outreach um, events all the time. We have cleanup events weekly for the California Initiative. We have free self-defense classes that we teach. There's so much that we can do, and we're not limited to that. That's what makes the initiative different from lots of other superhero groups out there. We are multidimensional, and we are always expanding what it is we do to serve our community. So if you've got an idea where you want to bring in, hey, I'd like to knit sweaters for the community. Can I join you guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You can reach any of us. You can check us out at initiativecollective.com, or you can check us out at our Facebook page, which is, of course, facebook.com slash 
What is it, Bug? I'm looking at you. It's changed. That's why I'm looking at you. It's facebook.com slash initiative collective. There you go. That looks pretty simple. So, yeah. Yeah, you want to be a real-life superhero? Come Come and join us. And, yeah. uh, and you'll you know, have a good like time doing it too. Uh, it, it really, we're not looking for people with superpowers, right? We're, uh, you know, most of what we do in New York is uh, I have a bunch of people, most of them that I work with on a day-to-day basis. So somehow they're not sick of me and they're seeing me enough all day that they they're happy to go and do other stuff in the evening. And uh, and we'll go along and we'll we'll give uh, sandwiches and and uh, clothing and stuff to the homeless communities of New York. We'll just walk around the city for a couple of hours on a Thursday evening and, and go and give out some supplies. Um, or we, we, we're now uh, building a relationship to go and volunteer with Room to Grow, who we had on the show a couple of uh, episodes ago, who uh, provide uh, clothing and food and, and uh, books and things to, uh, f- to children of low-income families in New York as well. So, you know, all of that is stuff that anybody of any ability level can do. We, we also have... Um, friends who collect stuff for us as well and you know gyms who put out boxes to collect supplies for the homeless so that we can uh, gather that stuff and, and get it out to the people who need them you know especially when the uh, when the weather's getting cold in new york as it is at the moment that 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 stuff really saves saves lives so uh you know it, as i say it doesn't take it's not rocket science it doesn't take huge resources you don't need to be batman and you don't need to be bruce wayne but you can be a superhero to someone who who really needs it Absolutely, and, but you know what? I, I I've got to disagree with you there. We we are looking for people with superpowers. I you know if you're a mutant out there or an inhuman or whatever the hell else you might be called, and you really do have superpowers, are you kidding me? Come join us. We we'd love that. Wouldn't yeah, that would help. Am I crazy? Or even just a yeah. billionaire. Billionaire would yeah. be well, fine. Well, uh, yay, billionaires! If you're listening, yes. That's yeah. power. That's power. <laughs> We're getting silly now. I'm sorry. It's been a silly day, and my poor uh, partner here on the soundboard is sick. So if you hear him clearing his throat or doing, you know, wow, he's he's sick. He's like Ferris Bueller sick. He needs money for his recovery. So send us lots and lots of money because he's going through these clinic boxes faster than I can replenish them. Honey, really, turn that off. Thank you. (laughs) I want the sympathy. Uh, you have the sympathy. I want the money. Kidding, kidding. We're kidding. See, Spectre, we're we're really silly over here today. It's been a long day. Um, I know. And and really quickly, real and I've, even longer for you because you are over on. If, for those who don't know, Spectre is over on the East Coast. I'm over here on the West Coast, and so it's you know what, nine, ten, eleven, eleven o'clock almost. Every what time is it? No, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been fifteen here yeah. in New York. So. <clears throat> it's not so bad. It's not so bad. And uh, Yeah, but you were up since what, six something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing so, this crazy thing at the moment that uh is is great but it's depriving me of sleep in a big way. I, my my cousin who lives in the UK did this thing last year in, in November where she ran a five K every day for breast cancer and um in June, it seems like a great idea. I'm like, you know, November, I end up getting fat because it's my birthday and Thanksgiving and blah, 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 and it's getting cold. And, you know, I could run a 5K every day. It's like half hour a day. It's no big deal. And, uh, you know, it keep me in shape. I'll lose a bit of weight. I'll feel great. And so I, I volunteer to do this thing. And then November comes around and it's dark and it's cold and the weather sucks and I'm tired and, you know, and I have to find <laughs> an hour in the morning before work and it just, and, you know, for a few days, that, that's easy. You know, it doesn't take a lot to get up half hour early every day for a few days. 
Um, I'm eight days in now, and I so wish I hadn't agreed to do this thing. It's just oh my god, grueling. You know, and you know, I've been like, trying to do one mile just to be in solidarity with you. You know, like walking, or you know, I I even moved to the treadmill all by myself. It's a huge treadmill. Um, to try to do something like that with you, I can't even imagine going. I'm I'm a wiener. I have it here in my home, so I can you know I can run here. It's got the incline, all that stuff, but. To yeah. get up and to go out in the cold, you're you wow, you're my hero back there. <laughs> well, you know, I've managed, and I say I've managed my kind benefactors, maybe billionaires out there, I don't know, who uh, who have sponsored me for this thing. Of, I've, I've generated so far one thousand one hundred dollars for breast cancer research, which is is pretty cool. So I'm uh, holy you know, merit. That's awesome. Yeah, it. yeah, easy. Yeah, it's definitely Aww. worth uh, worth every second. Um, but I'll tell you, man, I, you know, I probably could have done this pretty easily when I was in my 20s. Um, I'm not in my 20s anymore. And, uh, man, like my joints, my knees, everything hurts every day at the moment. And I'm like, I cannot wait for December to roll around. This is, this is going to be a long month. Um, wow. So there you go. That's, that's what I'm doing as my, my superhero penance this month. No, that's that's admirable because you know what you could be doing. You could be doing that lame Movember thing. Is that what is it? Wait, what is not Movember? Um, no, what is it? Whatever, it's the hair growth thing. <laughs> yeah, Movember. Yeah. It's a, that's a big deal in the UK, you know, and and you know people get sponsorship for it, and and the sponsor. It, yeah. It's all about over there. It's all about um, like uh, testicular cancer. It's basically about men's. Um, forms of cancer that the men are pretty shy about talking about and there's you know there's certainly not as much press given to uh, things like prostate cancer and testicular cancer as there are to you know the the big ones like breast cancer and liver cancer so you know there's definitely a place for it for awareness and there's a place for it for raising money um which is all mm-hmm. great you do tend to find over there that um Lots and lots of people just grow a mustache because they want to grow a mustache. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think we were going to talk in a minute about the whole veterans thing and the push-ups. But, uh, you know, it, it's not that it's a bad thing to be doing that. And, and it's it's great that people want to help and people are trying to do something positive. Um, there may just be better and more effective ways to be uh, to be sending out the same message and, and generating more funds and just doing more good with your time. So. Absolutely. Awareness is wonderful, and it's great that people want to do that. To make it even better, add some actual action to the awareness. Act, instead of spending a lot of energy doing um, something that, that just brings the awareness to it, how about doing something like with these Veterans Care Packs where you go out and physically – you know, either acquire them or give them away or, you know, um, just contact a veteran and check to see how they are. Yeah, we'll get into that with uh, with our guest, our first guest. So, um, like you said, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do something to raise the awareness. Just see if you can pair it with an action to go with that awareness. Yeah. And, yeah, you know what, I'm always – I'm always a little skeptical about how how much good awareness really does. Um, you, you could debate it all night long, I guess. But uh, you know, awareness is one thing. As you say, action is a very, very different thing. And uh, um, you know, there, there's there's definitely something about seeing a link on Facebook and liking it and feeling like you've done something good in the world. But uh, whether you have or not is up for debate. Where you know, if you if you really get out there and do something positive, then that's a different story. And, uh, 
that, that's all I'll say. I don't want to put down people who are trying to do their best to do good, but uh, definitely uh, worth thinking outside the box and seeing what more you can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I was just thinking while we were talking that – that there are radio shows where one person is, is usually pretty positive and then the other one's a cynic just to balance it out, just to challenge, you know, they challenge each other's, um, you know, views and um, it's interesting, you know, that way. But it, it, this sucks because I, you and I agree on most things. So <laughs> crap. You guys don't disagree. You guys disagree on right, everything. Right here we go. There's our. Op- I hate you. There's. I hate you. Yay! We have our oppositional defiance here, just for the sake of oppositional defiance. I hate you. Thank you, bug, and shut up. <laughs> you know so. what? Though maybe maybe in a country which is pretty divided at the moment, um, maybe having two people who are somewhat united isn't that bad a deal. You know, maybe Not maybe a bit of friendship and kindness could uh, could be tolerated right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to say really quickly that I, I won't watch any more of the um, the results because we'll know soon enough. But uh, and it, it's it's very nerve wracking how close things are. But one thing that was said um, did stick out with me that the country has has probably you know since back in the Civil War days has never been this divided during an election um, to this point. And uh, whoever wins is going to have to be a, a a healer of sorts to try to get the country unified again. And and that really hit home because I've never seen our country so divided as it is now. Um, and it's scary, the division. You know, people are talking civil war, and I'm thinking, good grief, we do need some positivity. And you're absolutely right. We, you and I, tend to agree on on a lot and that's fine with me yeah and you know what i i'm i sound a little dour at times or maybe it's just the accent but i i am i'm generally fairly positive about about the human race and society and where we're going i I know there's people who get down on it and it's all doom and gloom and you know the whole thing's falling apart and you know whatever but i'm i'm one who's more a believer that people are going in the right direction and and the people generally give a shit about each other and, and care um the vast majority of people you know they're there are the selfish few, but I, I feel like you know the the majority of people more and more are becoming people who are, who are just good at heart and, and want to do the right thing. And and you know I feel right. like in that more and more day to day in my life, um, even living. And that's like, why we love you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I we, just I hope that carries through after this election that whoever wins, whatever happens. I'm sure there are going to be some stupid things done on on both sides, um, and people are going to get out of control. And you know that's going to—I mean, that that freaking happens in sports games, let alone something as important as a presidency. Um, but I, you know, I just hope in general, um, you know, there, there's a bit of common sense amongst the people. If if not the candidates for president, at least the people might have some common sense. So we'll see what exactly. happens. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I think that speaking of goodwill and um, common sense and such, I think it's probably a good time that we bring on our, our first guest of the evening. What do you think? Oh, man, yeah. So our first guest is pretty much the spokesperson for goodwill and common sense. I, I like this dude a lot. So, uh, yeah, do you want to do, do the introductions? 
Sure. I, you know, it's funny because usually we'll, we'll ask the people we're bringing on to, to give us a little bit about themselves so that we can, we can tell the audience um, what we know about them. And I just took it for granted that, uh, that I know this guy, but I'm not sure how he'd want me to introduce him. So it's not that I dropped the ball. It's just when you know someone, <laughs> I'm married. I, I performed the wedding for him and his, his bride last year. So I, you know, I take for granted, oh, I know this guy, but you listeners, and, and we're up to 50-something thousand listeners now, uh, yeah. you you don't know who he is from Adam. So uh, rather than botch it up, I am going to pass the buck and bring on one of my favorite real-life superheroes and veteran and let him tell us a little bit about himself. Uh, welcome, Mr. James Evocatus Marks. Woo! <laughs> Hi there. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Take a seat. Take a seat. <laughs> um, well, uh, <laughs> that's as good as intro as uh, as any I could hope to expect. Um, no, I was just yeah, I was going to say much. I love I love this guy. He's a cool dude. Yeah, that's a great intro, Rock. Yeah, no. <laughs> we love him. Um, <laughs> and you did perform sorry. our wedding. That was that was awesome. Yeah, that was tell me about that was so much fun. Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. This is you now. So, so you're a veteran. Um, people would ask, wh- where, uh, what are you a veteran of? Um, you know, and uh, sure, yeah, I uh, well, I'm a veteran of the U.S. Army. I uh, joined back in '98, and uh, when I was just getting out of high school and penniless and brainless and had no uh, foreseeable future, <laughs> and uh, tested pretty good and actually got a uh, got a specialty in the military that was uh, pretty high high demand and uh, sounded cool. I got into aviation operations, and I was assigned to a Chinook unit. That's the uh, Chinooks are the giant uh, flying egg beaters with two propellers on them. You can fit like two Humvees <laughs> inside them. They're pretty rad. Um, I, uh, and I was in it for about 10 years, um, and it was uh, ab- absolutely wonderful. Stationed primarily in Washington. Um, I've been all over the world. Uh, since I've been to um, Bahrain, uh, United Arab Emirates, Kuwait, uh, spent 14 months in Iraq, um, been all over the U.S. And uh, yeah, it's been been a heck of a ride. And uh, yeah, I got out in uh, late 2007, uh, just as my first daughter was born, and uh, decided to, to drop the greens for uh, being a daddy. And I. I miss the uh, I miss the army, but uh, I don't regret being a being a father, a present one, nonetheless. Yeah, that's, uh, I can't applaud you enough for that. That's uh, you know, it's a difficult <laughs> choice, isn't it? I mean, you know, you can't trivialize it, but uh, man, that that's uh, sounds like a good choice to me. Ah, well, thank you, thank you. Now, thank you for what you did. You know, thanks for being out there, and and we we you know it's it's. During Fleet Week, I, I tried to thank everybody who was out there because, you know, that's service to your country, you know, absolutely. absolutely. So thank you, my dears. So when it comes to you, you, you were hearing uh, Spectre and I talk about uh, things that you can actually do. Veterans Day is this Friday. And, you know, it it's, it's, it's so important, especially, you know, there's that whole movement to do the 22 push-ups in 22 days. And oh, 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 I, I uh, here we go. I, I was going to say I know that you have a you have a very strong opinion about that, and uh, so um, 
why don't you go ahead and take it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll be as kind as I can. Um, well, Spectre was uh, really hitting the nail on the head about uh, you know people employing different forms of activism uh, via Facebook like and stuff like that, but don't really have much of a uh, an actual follow through action to go behind it. Um, yeah, this it almost seems trendy. This last round of uh, well, the twenty two push ups um, for those. Uh, living under a, a rock that haven't heard about it. It's part of the uh, 22 kills program. Very strangely named program, by the way, very strangely named uh, organization. Um, right. uh, it's basically an awareness campaign to uh, help with uh, military veterans who are suicidal. And uh-huh. it's supposed to, the idea is to do 22 pushups to raise awareness for, uh, for veteran suicide. Um, on paper, it's actually, you know, it's it's a, it's a well-intended idea. Um, in practice, when I see people do push-ups, I, uh, I'll be honest, I get, I want to get almost physically violent with people because it is, it's worse than even like the Movembers or the uh, ice bucket challenges and stuff like that, where, uh, you know, love or hate the ice bucket challenge. I, I thought it was kind of corny, but you know what? People actually donated money and they made millions, uh, that, which actually helped ALS. The uh, 22 push-up challenge, I've been tagged 17 times now, I want to say, about 16 or 17 times in these you know, posts. Okay, my turn to, to point out. Only one of them has actually had a link to, hey, please donate here. Everyone else is literally just taking videos of themselves doing push-ups. Um, it's, I'll, I'll say of all the you know wide range of emotions I could I could have out of this other than being you know angry and pissed off, I feel disappointed when I when I hear about that because it's the cause itself is not flawed whatsoever. But when people make a video of it saying, "All right, yeah, this is a veteran suicide," woo, you know, get down and knock out two dozen push-ups. If you're a veteran that is on that proverbial ledge, that ain't gonna help you. Um, it doesn't actually do anything. It, uh, yeah, there, there's there's no money changing hands. There's no encouraging words. No support groups. No resources. Nothing at all. Um, yeah, which in a in a very roundabout way, this kind of ties into um, you know other alternatives that might work a little bit better. Say like uh, veteran care packs, which uh, my wife's uh, temper has uh, really came up with and has. Uh, Put together. Yeah, yeah I'm maybe we, the, could, we could talk about that then, because that, that was something yeah. I wanted to. You know, you were on the show, I guess, a few months ago now, and we were talking about the Veterans Care Packs, and you know, they were pretty new at the time. Maybe you could give us some background and let us know how that that, that program is going now. Um, yeah, well, it's it 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 started as a, a brainchild of, of tempers actually um she her and i we lived together for for a while and been married and such and uh, i i am as as everyone here knows i am a veteran i am also diagnosed with uh, ptsd on account of uh, uh combat exposure and there are a couple times a year where I pretty much just want to build a blanket fort and, you know, hide for a couple of days. I'll say uh, what, are, what are often known as, uh, you know, trigger days or things like that uh, for me and uh, for many other veterans. Uh, for example, Fourth of July or New Year's, um, days where there's a lot of fireworks, sudden explosive booms or loud noises, things like that. Um, 
it gets pretty hard. And if you actually look, and this is a very tragic uh, statistic, but uh, a very real one that uh, should be looked at is, you know, what days of the what days of the year are you know things like suicide the most prevalent? And uh, it is on the fourth of July, fifth of July, New Year's, you know, uh, January second and third, and stuff like that. You know, it's always off a day or two for weekends and such, but. There are days like that when, uh, you know, veterans are really struggling or they're scared to death or they're reliving these nightmares that they've already lived. And uh, a lot of people, you know, they, you know, suicide is an option. Um, Many people just drink, just drink themselves stupid, which, I mean, you you can talk for days about the health risks and hazards and, you know, all the dysfunction that comes, comes with that. Um, I, for years, had self-medicated with both alcohol and hand-filled of Benadryl and, you know, boarding up my windows and turning on, you know, uh, fans and all sorts of stuff to try to drown out noise and stuff like that for years, and it really wasn't very helpful. Um, I had actually gone to the VA, which is a very scandalous place, but it is healthcare for veterans. Um, uh, they prescribed a couple different uh, medications, and they worked for some people, not for others. Um, but it was Temper, actually, who came up with this idea of, okay, well, what about kind of like a little care package thing? And, like, what what are you talking about? So, well, what if it had, like, stuff, you know, other than alcohol, for example, other than tons of Benadryl, um, that uh, a veteran that is struggling, be it Fourth of July or any day or event or something that might be difficult for them, what if, what if it had stuff for them to do, stuff to focus on? And we actually talked about it quite a bit, and she bounced a lot of ideas off of me, and I bounced a couple ideas off of her, and we uh, solicited ideas from other veterans, and uh, I you know, even talked to people uh, at the VA in uh, you know, group therapy sessions and stuff like that. It's like, what do you guys think of this stuff? We talked to doctors. We talked to psychologists. We talked to psychiatrists. And we talked about you know different senses that could be you know stimulated for uh, when selecting the kinds of items that could possibly go into a veteran care pack. So uh, Temper actually started uh, putting together kind of a wish list on Amazon, and she started getting some stuff in. We uh, she did it a really cool way, which involved handling zero money whatsoever. If anyone wanted to donate. Um, they just literally went to Amazon, clicked on whatever they wanted to buy. They bought it themselves and had it shipped over, and we collected all the items and had accountability for them. We actually never touched a dollar, which, you know, <laughs> there's quite a history of certain superhero RLSH types in Seattle uh, mishandling money. So uh, through this no. is a pretty safe way to go about it. I know, right? <laughs> Crazy? <laughs> so, no, we, we started having uh, stuff shipped over, and – what goes into these things are things that uh, well can be very distracting or very grounding um, and uh, kind of incorporate as many of the senses as possible. So we have stuff like, uh, like earplugs, for example, to help block it some noise. We have little mini journals with pens so people can actually write do stuff with their, with their hands and get their tactile senses going. We have hard candies like uh, uh, Jolly Ranchers and stuff just to give some kind of flavor to kind of, have another thing going on, a little hand warmer. Sometimes people's hands can shake and get really cold. Uh, little bottles of water. We have, like, little puzzle games and stuff like that. Um, and we have an entire um, uh, online component as well. Like, uh, most everyone here has Spotify at some point. Uh, there's a ton of uh, playlists that we, uh, you know, have on cards. Temper, temper put on cards for saying, you know, if you want a calm playlist, go to this one if you want a white noise or nature sounds go to these ones um and lastly there are 
all sorts of resources that uh, she printed up on cards. Things like, uh, because these are handed mostly in Seattle, we have like Seattle Psychiatric Emergency Services phone number. We have the crisis line, Seattle Vet Center. Um, uh, Links for the uh, PTSD Coach app, um, which is a really famous, well-known, both iOS and Android uh, app to help people get through you know, panic attacks and anxiety attacks related to PTSD or, you know, trauma events and triggers and such. So it's, it's, it's been a wonderful thing. And uh, Temper has done all of her own marketing and actually reached out to like the disabled American veterans, the paralyzed veterans of America, the VA itself, um, tons of VFWs and uh, uh, plenty of other places. I, I, I can't even remember off the top of my head and, and she's dropped off samples, and uh, they're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. No one's ever done anything like this. Normally get, like, a little Christmas card for some of these vets once in a while, and this is amazing. And we have more requests for these things than we could possibly have uh, resources for. Again, even though it's, you know, all the resources and everything has come in has been completely donated. Yeah, uh, she's gotten requests for hundreds of them from, like, uh yeah, the Disabled Veterans of America, for example. Um, yeah, they were like, they uh, they got like a, maybe a half dozen said these went out like hotcakes and we're already getting feedback. These are wonderful, uh, potentially life-saving. Um, you know, when you think about it, you know, this this is something that literally can save a life. Part of what happens to somebody, especially a veteran, when you get into a kind of anxiety attack or panic attack or if you trigger or something like that, you know, things like suicide do come up as an option if you, if you are in the heat of the moment. It is so easy to get completely overwhelmed in your senses. This gives you a good, healthy distraction on many different fronts, gives you ways to kind of ground yourself, gives you stuff to listen to, stuff to taste, stuff to do with your hands, other ways to occupy your mind. And, uh, you know, this is our version of, you know, oh, you don't like 22 push-ups? All right, well, you do better. Here you go. This is better. Right. Um, wow. Well, I, I wanted to drill into one thing that you kind of you kind of mentioned earlier was um, I, I must admit I have no experience with <clears throat> organizations like the VA or, or 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 at all with what the government's trying to do to help veterans. But you know, I, I guess all I hear is fairly negative press about the lack of support for veterans. Um, is, oh, is, that, yeah. is that the case? I mean, what what can you get if you know if you're just a regular vet coming out of the army? Well, it's, it, it kind of depends on when you're going. Um, yeah, the, there's no shortage of bad press about, uh, you know, the, the VA hospitals. Um, basically, you know, prior to 9-11, prior to the whole global war on terror and Operation Enduring Freedom and Iraqi Freedom, um, they were running at you know, probably a little lower than capacity, but they were, they were able to kind of maintain. Um, they were not at all prepared for the hundreds of thousands of deployed soldiers who went overseas, um, received, you know, injuries or damage or just simply needed health care after the war and came back. They got so flooded um, with, uh, with, with new people and new, you know, soldiers returning from war that uh, they had no idea what to do. Like, they're just – it is 2016. We are just starting to see the VA – you know, get their feet under them in terms of being able to handle the capacity of people, being able to hold on to their doctors and staff. Unfortunately, there's 
you, you know, you, you, you'll work with, uh, you know, caseworkers and social workers there, for example, that, you know, they're trained to work with maybe, you know, six to eight people, you know, six to eight veterans and, and you know, assess and, and help their needs. They're getting caseloads of 40, 50 people, and, you know, they can barely hold on to these poor social workers because um, yeah, they, they just get so bombed and overwhelmed. So, uh, they are hiring more, and they've you know, there's. It's been very big in the headlines. I mean, you can see a lot of complaints about uh, you know the government's government's handling of veterans and the VA system itself. But that's enough is happening. Where they're actually starting to make a couple different changes now, and it's uh, yeah, we're getting new bills passed, uh, new budgets sent our way, and stuff like that. Um, I can tell you out here in Seattle, they're making a new, uh, an entirely new wing. They've been working on about almost a year now. I've got about another year to go. Um, it's almost as big as the entire VA hospital is, well, at least from, from where I see it right now. Um, it is going to be devoted strictly to mental health, which, I mean, that's, that's pretty <laughs> forward-thinking of the VA and uh, you know, pretty significant out here. Um, you, you hear a lot about people that you know, just don't have the resources or don't have the time or like you, you, you know, a VA, uh, a veteran could be struggling or something or you know, there's a story um, about, you know, veterans who have lost limbs who come home and, okay, yeah, I <laughs> blew a leg, need to get a new one. And like, okay, yeah, not a problem. We'll schedule you for uh, how seven months out looking. Wow. Um, that's barely an exaggeration, but it's getting better. And that's, that's the good news. I, I suspect in the years to come, especially considering we really ramped down our, you know, <laughs> expeditionary exploits, I guess I'll say. Um, it's a little easier for, for them to, you know, gather up resources right now. But, you know, uh, election results pending. I'm hoping we don't uh, pick any new fights with any other countries uh, anytime soon. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, like, like you say, in, encouraging that uh, even the uh, the official line is, is moving in the right direction. Um, <clears throat> and, and, you know, I, I guess I, I certainly don't want to downplay the uh, – mountainous task of uh, of trying to get uh, care packs out to veterans but I guess it also occurs to me that um, what you know what would work for a veteran would probably work for most other people who are you know in a very very bad place mentally as well you know there are people who are, who are suicidal for other reasons who may benefit from a very similar care pack um, so yeah, it could be universal oh absolutely no I, I completely agree with that in fact uh you know, uh, I'm actually really glad you brought up that point. I've had people. I've, I've, I'll, I'll ramble about it online, very much like I do, you know, over over voice here, um, about what it's like to have, you know, post traumatic stress disorder, or, or, you know, what it's like, how it affects your day to day life, how it affects your job, your relationships, your, your your parenting, all these other things. And I've had people actually reach out to me, and it's been very eye-opening and honestly you know, very, very sad and depressing, as I've had people reach out to me and say, you know, I've really, you know, I've been struggling with, you know, a lot of these same things you're talking about, and I just never say anything because I'm not a veteran. And I think that's ridiculous, and I think that's absolute, that, that, that's, that's, you know, BS, and I feel terrible for, for so many people because, I mean, I've got friends that have been, um, you know, horribly assaulted, people have been robbed, people have been, you know, held at gunpoint or knife point or things that are, you know, uh, extremely, you know, stressful situations who have been, 
who've downplayed it themselves in their head. I'm just, oh, well, okay, well, I, you know, this didn't happen in another country, and I wasn't wearing a, a military uniform at the time, so I, I guess it's not PTSD, which is totally, totally untrue. Um, so, yes, I mean, these are technically labeled as veteran care packs, and these are kind of modeled after, um, you know, supply and demand as referenced by veterans with this. Um, but, yes, Truly, anyone that, uh, you know, suffers from this or, or thinks that it can be, uh, you know, helpful to them, uh, we wouldn't turn someone down that said, hey, you know, I, I was never never served in the military, but, you know, I was sexually assaulted in my 20s, and that might be a nice thing because every time I hear a song on the radio, I go into panic mode or something like that. Of course this is for them, too. This is for really, you know, anybody at all. You absolutely do not need to be a veteran to, you know, a, get the help you need, get acknowledged, but, uh, you know, have some support from other, you know, fellow human beings. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Impact in the in the chat room here is saying that uh, PTSD can be from anything. Loss can cause PTSD. And, yeah, as you say, it, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, somebody else is also ranting in the chat room and saying that Mary Jane helps them. So, uh, you know, each to their own. <laughs> Or whatever, dude. I hear that quite a bit, even at the VA, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, maybe it'll now, be legal I've, in California soon. Probably. Now, um, I've heard I've heard you say before um, good ways to to help out your fellow veterans, um, aside from the amazing care packs, uh, which I think should be God, they should be everywhere. I love that you have them. You know, the the cards specifically done for for you know, Seattle, um, gosh, I just, I would like to really see this move to every state. But aside from the, um, the care packs, uh, you were giving advice on how to really help your, you know, your, your veteran friends and family. Um, and, and I'll let you go ahead and take that because for the listeners who hadn't, or the people in the chat room who hadn't heard it before, how else can you help veterans? Well, it's a wonderful question. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I, I mention, you know, I'm I'm a lot of talk about how upset I get when I hear about people doing 22 push-ups because it, it does absolutely nothing. But I've also talked to enough people, um, many of which who have done the 22 push-up challenge, who who just simply say, and I I struggle with this, but I have to believe it. If hearing from enough sources is, well, I just don't know what else to do. I right. I'm not. I'm not a count. I'm not a therapist. I'm I, I, I'm I'm no doctor. I don't know what to do. I can do push-ups, but I I don't know how to to help. But I mean that's that's part of the part of the issue and something that I've been speaking to for for quite some time online is uh, you don't need to be a counselor. You don't need to be a therapist. You don't need to have a pretty degree on your wall that says okay I know how to talk to a fellow human being. Uh, this isn't. You know, this isn't hostage negotiation or anything like that. This is saying, this is this is seeing a pal online saying, "Oh man, rough day" or something like that, and saying, "Hey man, you doing okay? You know, hey buddy, check what's what's going on, man. You know, and you know, pinging him privately or something like that is always you know a good way to do it. Uh, veterans by design are very, generally speaking, very uh, uh, withheld, I guess is a good way to say it. Uh, we're not prone to show any form of weakness, even if it's, you know, something incredibly serious, like if they're having suicidal thoughts or just extremely depressed or just can't, you know, can't really function or stuff like that. You just reach out to people and say, hey, man, how you doing? I care about you, you know, or, or I'm thinking about you right now, and I just, I, 
you know, you seem a little, you seem a little bummed or anything is, uh, Hey, do you want to, you know, do you want to talk or, or, Hey, you, you, are you free tonight? You want to go grab a beer or coffee or, you know, pick a thing. And it's, it's, again, it's sometimes just even that, even if, if, if the veteran in question does not take you up on that, you could say, Hey, you can go take you out for a beer. It's like, Oh no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Or something like that. Uh, it, even if it gets brushed off or something like that, they will walk away knowing that someone else actually really gives a shit. Someone else noticed that they're not doing so good and wanted to reach out. That can actually mean a world of difference. Um, I have been reached out to by many people who have you know, been wanting to check in with me and stuff like that. I had a very difficult time a few months ago. And I've yet to, uh, you know, take you know, many people up, I, I haven't even read all the emails, but I, I've yet to take anyone up on a, you know, drink at the bar or, you know, football night or anything like that. You know, I've just got my own little social anxieties, but I feel very loved. That can make a huge world of difference. So that's that's my long-winded point here is of all the things you were afraid of doing, you know, if you're afraid of screwing someone up or if you're afraid that, you know, a veteran's having a hard time and maybe they'll go Rambo or something like that or, you know, I, I don't want to make it any worse, just talk to them and say, hey, man, how are you? You know, common common term, at least in, you know, Army land. I can't speak for the other branches, but Army land, we hear the term all the time. Hey, buddy, check. We'd sit in large, uh, you know, auditoriums listening to boring speeches and death by PowerPoint from time to time. We just... It'd be like watching dominoes go. We, you know, you give a a guy a little elbow check to the guy on your right, and it just kind of goes on and on down the line, and everyone just kind of wakes up a little and stops doing the head of ah, buddy check. You know, I hit the guy in the next right, and it's kind of like, you know, hey, wake up, pass it on. Hey, wake up, pass it on. Same kind of thing. Just buddy check, man. How you doing? You alive? You okay? You need anything? Cool. You know, you're on my mind. I'm thinking about you. I hope you're okay. You know, and if somebody does reach out to you, it's also not. If someone actually says, hey, you know, I'm really thinking about, you know, doing something dangerous here or something, you know, scary, a lot of people are afraid of being put in that situation. Uh, Even if, you know, they would want to help or something, they don't know what to do, it's totally okay to pass the buck. Pass the buck to somebody that that knows what they're doing here. Say, like, a crisis line, for example. There's regular crisis line. There's veterans crisis line. Um, there, There are people who you can kind of guide to. You can pass that buck and you know, not freeze when somebody tells you that. And, uh, you know, that could just get, you know, all the more awkward, of course. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, I think there's there's definitely a feeling. And, and uh, you know, I, I've been on both sides of the equation myself where if you're reaching out to someone that you know it, there's a good chance they're in a bad place, um, there's a feeling of, holy crap, what if they actually <laughs> – tell me something that I can't deal with or, you know, need support that I can't offer. Um, and like you say, it doesn't need to be you. And, and also, a lot of the time, people just want to know that somebody gives a shit. And, and you know, we, we um, in, in our homeless outreach, um, I haven't noticed it as much. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, but uh, I haven't noticed it as much in San Francisco. But we, we see a lot, of, um, a lot of vets on the street of, of New York, and, and that saddens me like crazy but um but yeah so the, and and there was one particular veteran that was uh, on the corner of a church near where I work and I and I'd pass him every day and he he was sleeping in the church he was um 
always very, very well dressed, like always had a haircut, always had a shave, you know, looked after himself really, really well, but was, was on the streets, had nowhere else to go. Um, mm-hmm. And he literally said to me as I was walking past one day, he said, I'm so glad um, that you stop and talk to me every once in a while because honestly I felt like I, I could literally lay down and die here and nobody would notice me and, and, and care at all. And to me, you know, it, it's, again, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, it's, it's the saddest thing in the world to know that he was feeling that way. Like literally nobody in the world cared and he could literally lay down and die and people wouldn't even notice. And then on the flip side, all it took was 30 seconds out of my day to say, hey, man, how's it going? Do you want a protein bar? to turn that around and and i think that that to me is it's not about what happens if the person needs me and i can't deal with it it's how would i feel if i didn't offer that support and something terrible happened you know how how could i live with myself afterwards Mhm. absolutely well said now you know i think that uh yeah, the whole theme of this is uh, this, this show tonight, w- whether it was intended to be or not, is is what can you do, especially during these these crazy times. What can you do to u- unite us more? You know, and and the one thing you can do is is to help the people who were out there serving the country. You know, um, and like you said, Spectre, just by your your acknowledgement and, and a few minutes, uh, you know, to share with them. And then with, with James's, you know, care packs and letting us know, just, you know, just reach out, reach out. We need that so much. I don't want to sound corny, but that's absolutely what we need right now. I, I can't believe a time, like I said at the beginning of the show, where I felt more disconnected from people and, and just these little things that you guys are giving up to do, what do they take? They don't take a ton of money. They don't take a ton of your time, but it's it's the effort. It truly is the thought that counts, the thought with the action, paired with the action that counts. So um, I'm really hoping that the listeners are getting the same thing I'm getting from, from the two of you speaking about this. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have Spectre, to ask, did we lose? Um, oh, okay, there we go. No, no, sorry, I'm still here. I was just, you know, this is <laughs> this is really thought provoking for me. I'm kind of, I'm I'm laying on a beanbag right now, and just just deeply <laughs> contemplative. Um, but I, I was going to ask uh, James. So, as you say, the, the care packs were really well received by the VA and other organisations. You guys were scrambling to produce as many as possible and could never meet meet the uh, the demand. Um, Mm-hmm. What, what's next? Kind of where? Where do you take this? Um, have you got any plans to scale the thing up, and any other groups willing to help out to uh, to make this happen? Well, um, as it is right now, um, a lot of what we do is uh, you know a whole lot of stuff. Uh, most things that we have, save perhaps like Jolly Ranchers, are are non-perishable. So we we you know keep the stuff we have overstocked and uh, ship everything else we don't. Um, we. Uh, We've had ideas or uh, thoughts, at least, of uh, you know uh, making a nonprofit or something like that, or, or or something where people could actually get some kind of credit for uh, their donations. Um, yeah, that would likely be a couple of years off. Um, you know, budgets and careers pending, of course. Um, but as is right now, it's going to be a, a little homegrown operation. We've had uh, people 
uh, not only volunteer via donating, but uh, also volunteer to like come help and actually assemble the packs. Um, another thing that goes into those packs, every single one of them is a little uh, custom-made handwritten note. Uh, just a little, hey, you know, chin up, you know, hang in there, you know, just little encouraging messages and stuff like that. We've had family members who are like, oh, yeah, give me a stack of flashcards, and, you know, they'll hand us back 100 little messages we, we tuck in every single one. We're going to continue doing stuff like that. So we're going to continue uh, seeking volunteers who want to help us out and, uh, you know, help, uh, you know, put these things together. Um, we do a lot of the deliveries uh, because most of these go to local entities here within the greater greater Seattle area. So rather than, you know, ship them out, we, you know, we'll often just, okay, you know, throw them in the, in the car and, uh, you know, go drop them off personally. And we'll also, you know, make contact with other other people too and you know get a little face-to-face time but i mean we're gonna you know ask for people to also help uh drop stuff off at uh, local bfws and things like that so slowly but surely um we would like to expand that a little bit um my uh my wife temper would love to encourage listeners to uh go check out the washington initiative page um there she will have uh, more ideas and concepts of how you can actually be part of this and, uh, you know, how you can help too if, uh, if anyone locally would ever be interested. Do you have a link for that or would you like us to put, to give it out right now? Uh, let me, uh, yeah, I was trying to, uh, uh, <laughs> if, 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 you, if you don't have one, it's not a big deal. We've got, we've got it right here. So, um, Nightbook just pulled it up. Oh, good. Oh, go and for so it. Okay, so it's it's facebook.com, of course, slash W-A-I, that's for Washington Initiative, W-A-I dot Seattle. So facebook.com slash W-A-I dot Seattle. Bam, check out. that's get, it, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we're getting down to uh, – um, Almost time. What's the A stand for? What's a? Oh, oh okay. We were, I was reading that in the chat room. And yeah, clown. yeah, this, this, <laughs> yeah, this clown that we know in the chat room. Who'll be on? Uh, who'll be on later on too? As a matter of fact, getting me all confused in there. So, um, yeah, go there to to that site, Facebook, um, and they maintain that all the time. You you get a really quick response um, going there. And um, if you want to help out, you know, this is a wonderful, wonderful, this is November, this whole month, you know, is all about helping veterans as far as I'm concerned. And Veterans Day is the 11th, and, you know, don't do another push-up. Go and help out with these veteran care packs because just the fact that that, uh, James was telling us that, uh, you know, you've got responses from people who say that this, you know, probably saved them, that's so powerful. You know, these little packs, that's really powerful. So if you really want to help get those into the uh, the hands of others, just, you know, give a donation of item to the Washington Initiative. Um, just, you know, we have to push that more. <laughs> yeah, you know what, as well, I mean, I, so I was doing an interview with uh, with someone who runs another charity a, a few weeks back, and, um, and I, I mentioned to her about this whole scheme, and, and she was – blown away she had no idea that anyone was doing this and uh, it, you know it seems to me that the more people in other nonprofits i talk to about this this whole idea the more people are just enthusiastic about it and really want 
get involved. So, you know, to me, uh, this is something I really, really, really want to push in the New York area as well and, and help to start to produce these packs out here, um, but also to get other groups involved in. I think it's, it's something that, you know, if we had enough people involved and people helping out, we could do a lot of good without, you know, without anyone putting in even that much effort. It wouldn't even take that much. That's true. Many hands make light work. So, yeah, absolutely. So, and you know what? I, we, we've heard cute little baby noises in the background this whole time. So we don't want to keep you. Okay. It's Spectre. Spectre's <laughs> being cute. Just for your benefit, James, because, you know, he's a weirdo like that. But, um, so we thank you for coming on. And um, if people wanted to reach out to you, for any reason, because you may have made some new friends here, you know, tonight with our listeners. Um, is there anywhere that they, I'm not going to put your phone number on. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or Hold not, up, other people, people are, would tell. Yeah. They loved last time you were on, we got really good responses saying that guy's great, you know, and, and I'm sure that if they knew how to contact you, they would. So is, is there a way that you'd like them to, if they need to, somebody to talk to well, certainly. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, well, yeah, people are welcome to just look me up on Facebook. There, my you know my name is uh, there in the in the episode uh, notes here. And uh, right. Yeah, so I'm I'm easy to find, and I'm not always good about getting back to the emails, but um, I you know I will read and get back to you if uh, somebody is needing help. Of course, I, I definitely prioritize that. But uh, yeah, I'm always always open for questions, and uh, yeah. Happy to talk to anyone. Fantastic. Yeah, I got to tell you guys, he's, he's a really good guy. You're going to kind of get addicted to hanging out with him. So uh, as as uh, somebody who considers himself part family, because, yeah, whether you like it or not, <laughs> if you're going to contact him, you better be a good guy. Otherwise, you'll have to answer to me. Maybe if that is a threat. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so... So thank you, my dear, very much for coming on and for sharing this with us because there's a lot of great info right there. And, uh, I, again, on behalf of, of, uh, of the Heroes 101 staff here, we want to thank you for your service and thank you for everything you did and you do now. Yeah, thank you, James. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you all very much for having me on. It's been an honor and a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, I uh, look forward to seeing what's coming next. Take care, guys. Cool. Thanks. You too, my dear. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I got to take a trip out to Seattle now so uh, um, because I miss those guys, and they're too much fun all the time. Yeah, yeah, you come out there with me. You need to. You haven't been out there yet, have you? I, I've never been to Seattle once, and, and I've got a lot of friends Dude. out there, actually. So, uh, yeah. Dude. I really do <laughs> Seriously, I love Seattle. If I, if I could pick another place. I mean, I've got you – know, I love New York. I love Seattle so much and it's such a toss-up let's, let's put it this way i win the lottery tomorrow i'm going to have four homes one's going to be in seattle one's going to be in new york one's going to be in hawaii and one's going to be in california i got it covered well that's for the states of course i you haven't even talked about the ones i'd have around the world but anyway so there you go yeah you got to come out with me that guy's great and what they do for veterans you know i, I really think this this care pack that, that they've got going on needs to go bigger. I mean, look, they're, they're getting hundreds of requests, you know, disabled veterans of America asking for them. Yeah, that's, that's, this is really an important thing to know. Yeah, I mean, well, what I really, really want to do um, 
probably in the next couple of weeks is work with Temper and James to kind of, you know, formalize what goes in the packs and, and really publicize that to people who are listening because uh, I, I think this is the kind of thing, you know, the, the whole homeless thing, I, I ran the homeless outreach for the New York Initiative for a year in from my basement with less than $100 a month and, and mostly just stuff that people would give me. And, and all it took was knowing what to put in the packs for the homeless people and just getting out there for literally two hours a week and helping out. You know, it took very little money, very little time, um, and, and little resources. So, you know, to me, the Veterans Pack could be the same deal. Like, anybody could, could run a Veterans Pack program, even if they're just producing two a month. You know, really, it doesn't need to be a lot. That that could be two people's lives that you saved right there. Um, Got to be worth the effort. So, uh, uh, yeah, I really want to start publicizing that, but also just start producing them in New York. And uh, I've got people who would help distribute them and uh, and spread the word as well here. That's a that's a great way to look at it. Even if you only produce two, that's two more people that get them. Yeah. So yeah, because so you know that, that that happens to be a big misconception in the real life superhero world is that. I can't do anything because I don't have the resources or the manpower that these other big groups have. Being a part of the initiative for five years now, has it been? Almost, almost six? Yeah, going on six. Uh, going on six. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that because we're still the biggest group out there. And we're always hearing, well, yeah, you guys have this or that. Dude, sometimes we live paycheck to paycheck, and the only thing that we have to offer out there is is the ability to clean up garbage and to 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 lend an ear to somebody who's who's needy out on the street, and and it doesn't stop us that I've been out there on my own doing this stuff. So you know it's it's their excuses, you know, for people not to do things out there in the real life superhero world, and and there's a million of them. So if you want one, you're gonna find an excuse. Conversely, if you really want to serve your community somehow, guess what? You're going to be one of those people, one of those unstoppable people that finds a way to do it. So um, I, I think that you guys brought up good points about, you know, well, especially you, about, about what you don't necessarily need to have to make a difference and create those packs. Um, I'm going to use this as a segue you know what? Actually, before you, we before we segue off, oh, go ahead. Doug um, uh-huh. just posted in the in the chat room the link to the Veteran Care Pack site from the Washington Initiative, and I'm embarrassed right. to say that I've never seen this site before, and it is freaking awesome. So, uh, for those people in the chat room, <laughs> you can find the link. For those people listening in on the archive, we'll post the link on our uh, Heroes 101 uh, Facebook page. Um, but there's so much good information here about how you can get involved, what you can put in the pack, how you can donate and, and buy things on the wish list from Amazon. It's uh, it's awesome. So uh, yeah, uh, it, it's I'm a great. It is a really done. Like it's just it's just a case of just getting involved. Right. It it is a really well made site too. If you look at it, it's it's it's, it's pretty clear and concise and user friendly. So, and it makes a pretty good impact when you look at them. Right. So if you're listening, Tempered or James, that's a cool site. Whoever designed it, I'm, I'm digging it. I, I yeah. think I know who did. Yeah, she's pretty good at I, that. I love the way that you oh. used the phrase impact. That was very, very good timing. That's a segue. That's a segue that's right there. It, segue. Was, it was intentional. <laughs> that's right. It, it was because I'm, I'm cool like that. <laughs> 
that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, um, I am uh, happy to introduce our, our new segment. This is brand new and we're going to be doing this every single time we're on because there are so many that, that could use um, a few minutes of, of exposure to, uh, to the non-real-life superhero world out there. And um, we, what we do, Super 7 Minutes, is that we invite um, a real-life superhero from the real-life superhero community. There is one. Yes, there's a community. Uh, we really need to get a, a soundbite of Seinfeld going, there's yeah. a community. Uh, but there is. And uh, we ask them to go ahead and, and to message us. So if you're a real-life superhero listening now and you go, how can I be the one that they interview for seven minutes? Well, all you have to do is message us and let us know that you want to be uh, one of the people that we bring on for our Super 7 segment. You have to know, though, what we do and how this works is that if we pick you, we will give you three and a half minutes to give us your elevator pitch on who you are, what you do as a real-life superhero, and anything else that you want to fit into three and a half minutes. And then we interview you for three and a half minutes. So it's not long, but it's just long enough for you to sell your pitch to our listeners and to us. Because what you want is you want people to root for you and to support you and maybe possibly join up with you. So we're giving you that chance right now. Um, and our very first Super 7 real-life superhero is somebody that, uh, hey, we're already biased because we already like this dude. But we're, uh, we're not going to make you, you may hate him after this, but it's all up to him. It depends on how this goes. You, so, you can't uh, hate that guy. It's not even possible. Yeah, I don't know. I've, 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 I've seen his his uh, posts about. Oh darn it! I can't even think of something funny to say. I haven't seen any posts that I don't like about him. Um, so sucker. Blue. He's so blue. That's the problem. Um, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna shut up now, and we are going to set the timer. Wait, wait, we'll tell we'll, we'll them when we set the timer. We'll tell you when we start the timer, and we'll bring you on and introduce you. That's what, thank you, thank you, bug. We're working the. How about that? We're working all the little bugs out here. Get it? Uh, yeah, wow, that was. No, I'm still here. Anyway, uh, without further ado, welcome Impact Real Life Superhero. Woo! I was actually expecting that like crazy awesome soundbite, but let's go with it. Um, before I really get into myself, I just want to go very quickly into something that uh, about the last segment. Um, mm-hmm. So they were talking about the you know, the 22 push-ups and whatnot, and you know I was one of the people doing them, and James had called me out on it because I was really just doing the oh here's my push-ups videos, and then you know he <laughs> said you know this isn't really helping. So because of that, I started you know, really offering to talk to people and posting links and stuff. And, you know, I talked to James after that, and he was actually pretty appreciative. And I actually have had people come up to me since then to talk to me when they're feeling down. And I, there are some that I still talk to to this day. Now that I got that out of the way, just acknowledging James, I'll give you my elevator pitch. Yeah, I'm talking Okay, hang on, fast. hang on, hang on. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let us, let us set the time. All right, all right. And all right before right, we right. do, I'm wait, pause, wait, wait, wait. Before we do, thank you, because we knew that your intentions were good. And like I said, it's a thought that counts, that counts, and it's a wonderful thought, and you paired it with action, so yes. 
kudos to you, and thank you so much for doing that. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, you ready? You ready for this? You think you can handle Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah I, are I you do. ready, Spectre? I'm ready. No pressure, dude. Well, no, but you only you get three it. and a half. <laughs> right, exactly. You only get three and a half to uh, to give us your pitch, and then uh, the other three and a half is us interviewing you. So uh, if Good. you're... Um, going to do it in two. Going to do it in two. Ready? That's what she said. There is. Wow. Hey, you know, you're all fired. Hey, yo. I, like, I, I don't, don't know if that's a good one or not, but. Anymore. You got, that's it. Okay. Ready? Three and a half minutes. Set. Rock and roll. Hey, everyone. I am Impact, or if you want to be super formal, The Impact, or if you're Spanish, El Impacto. Um, I am the, <laughs> one of the, one of the earlier, <laughs> sorry, I made myself laugh. One of the earlier superheroes from North Carolina. Um, I am a member of the Extreme Justice League and the founder and the founder of the Extreme Justice League North Carolina branch, which is one of the largest branches outside of San Diego. Um, we do mostly uh, homeless outreach as well as safety patrols around the bars. Uh, we we do uh, community greening, uh, and we are we operate in all three major cities of the North Carolina Research Triangle, which is Raleigh, Chapel Hill, and Durham. Um, I tend to work in Durham and Chapel Hill, but I work in Raleigh as well. Um, my background is I have actually coming up on 17 years of martial arts experience, mostly karate with some Aikido, and I was a karate instructor for about a year. Uh, I have about – I've been a lifeguard since I was about 14, so for the last almost 14 years. Um, I, for a long time, I, or not for a long time, I was in AmeriCorps, which is a national service volunteer program. Uh, so I kind of lived my entire life as, you know, helping others because I, or because I have the ability to help others, I, I should help others. That's kind of what led me to becoming a real life superhero. That and a great internet joke where I was watching the show, uh, what's it called Daredevil, and I posted a joke online saying, um, saying, wow, I know martial arts. I know first aid. I should be a superhero. Oh, wait, bullets exist. And someone commented with the real-life superhero project, and I kind of was like, wow, I just got called out. Screw that. I'm going to go be a superhero. And that's actually how I got started as a superhero, from an Internet joke. You're welcome, world. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to go into about myself. Um, I have a lot of experience working with uh, my local police department, which I think is more than a lot of the real life superheroes can say. Um, and I'm and one of the, and I'm a fairly nonviolent superhero. I'm not out there to go get into fights. I'm out there to help people get home. That's really all I care about. Um, I. I, I will kick ass if I have to, but I prefer to just, you know, talk to you and get you home safe. And, I, yeah, I'm going to end my elevator pitch there. Sweet. You did that in under three minutes. I didn't even have to, to give you the cutoff sound, which is this. Told you. Wow. I thought you know, that was I, I, like I, my Right? I, I don't think that. I, I think we can find a better cutoff sound. I, I yeah. think I think that's the perfect cutoff sound. Okay, we'll, we'll have to discuss yeah, that with Spectre. It's a pretty good one. Uh, quiet, you. 
Okay, Specter, we've got some, uh, we've got some, and, and really the purpose of us uh, asking this, these questions and of uh, you giving the pitches because we're also looking, you never know, we may want to interview real life superheroes for a longer segment in our upcoming shows. So that's up to our listening audience. And if they like you enough, <clears throat> then we bring you back for a longer segment. Um, awesome. So I did, I did just remember one thing that I wanted to tell you that I want to say real fast that I think you yeah. is pretty good for this one. Um, so like I said, I've been working in North Carolina for a long time. Um, I actually had the chance to work with Spectre a little under a month ago. Um, and I, I'll say this, Spectre, I really hope you enjoyed working with me that one time because you're going to have a lot more opportunities now. <laughs> oh, really? It's good news, is it? Man, that's, uh, that's yeah, awesome. That's, yeah. that's a big tweaker. That is wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. And I am hella jealous. Thank wow, you. Wow, that's so Yeah, I, I got okay. a job working for the Parks Department of New York City. That's wow, it. That's, that's huge. it. I got to come. You guys, yeah, you got to work together. Oh, man, that's a whole nother. Wow. We're going yeah. to we're gonna have to discuss that definitely. But um, uh, I accepted <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> That is wow! Seriously, I'm blown away. You know we're going to talk offline about that, but yeah, but, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I've been that, waiting for this. I've been waiting to reveal it until just now. Like this was that, my reveal because I wanted to say it on the air. Um, that, yeah. So All bad. right, go into the questions. <laughs> I've been t- I've took enough time up with that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, um, so. Yeah, but I think to answer your point, yes and yes, please. <laughs> so definitely, yeah. we'll be talking awesome. about that. That was awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Jealous. You get to hang out together. Oh, you guys suck. Anyway, uh, all right, we have to get on to the question. So, so uh, the um, questions. Um, I think the first, the first question, we can probably assume an answer, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway because, as Rock said, we wouldn't be prejudiced either, either way. Uh, do you have any superpowers? Um. Yeah, I'm very empathetic. No. Uh, no, <laughs> obviously not. But um, I do like to think that I have, I'm more, I'm better at understanding what other people are thinking than most people out there. Uh, I know Rock, Rock and I actually had a conversation kind of about this last night. And it's kind of just how, or was it last night, two days ago? Uh, but that's, I have a very easy time putting myself in other people's shoes. And I think that's not a superpower, but it, it, I, it makes it easy for me to connect with people. Yeah, nice. I completely agree. Nice. Um, it is a superpower. Uh, okay. And so you only took 25 seconds. And I did remember where these answers were just, uh, we're trying to total up another three and a half minutes. And the reason we do this and you've heard, you've heard, we've had people go off forever Whenever oh talking about it. right, right, right. Yep, so I'm yep, just, yep. I'm gonna we leave it there. That That's too. why we talked about that too. Oh yeah. So um yeah. So that that only took 25 seconds. So the stop the start watch is good. After we ask the question, the the stopwatch goes on again. So next question. Got it. What what training do you think is most important to have as a real life superhero, and why? I'd say number one training is first aid. You, you are out there not to fight people. You're out there to help people. So because of that, you need to be able to help patch up wounds. After that, um, yeah, probably some self-defense. But not to go pick fights, but to defend yourself in case of someone not liking you 
for either wearing your costume or for getting involved or for whatever the hell else. So I'd say probably those are the top two. Then you can go into like strength training, parkour, that stuff. But yeah, first aid number is number one, far and away, and then self-defense. I like it. Excellent. And to follow up on that question, and this is a really quick answer, I'm sure, do you have that training? And actually, I don't even have to ask that because you, you answered it at the beginning with your intro. But for those, yeah, over half for my those, life for both. Okay. okay. Yes, I have so. many years of both of them. And then, let, right. let me ask that one in a slightly different way, though. If, if you were to work with a new person who didn't have any first aid training, what, what would you recommend they did as a, as a way to kind of get up to speed in that area? Um, you know, go, go to your uh, YMCA. A lot of those have a, first aid trainings. Um, you can look up the American Red Cross. I've had, tra- I've had my first aid training through both of those. Um, at the very least, before if you if you can't get into a class for a while, look online. Just pay, uh, just do some reading, do some research. You, I mean, you won't you might not be technically certified, but at least you can get some knowledge before you go out into the field. Um, at the very least, know something than nothing. Get that knowledge and then get the actual training afterwards. Though, don't assume YouTube is going to teach you. Yeah, very good Excellent. point. Very good point. And we have one more question, and you've got a minute and a half to answer it. You ready? All right. Yeah. Ready, right? Uh-huh. Here you go. What's your idea? Wait, okay. As a real-life superhero, what does success look like to you? That's actually, like, a really tough question um, because I measure success in a lot of different ways. From a superheroic standpoint, it could either be something like making sure that drunk dude that passed out on the sidewalk gets up and goes home or de-escalating a fight. Those are like the bigger success moments as a real life superhero. Um, on a personal level, success is just, you know, good interactions with the people around me. Um, I don't really view, I mean, I obviously want to be professionally successful and do well careers, but that's not really what I view as success. Success is being able to improve the world around me. That's what I believe. I believe everyone's purpose is to improve the world around them. And success to me is being able to do that. Um, and a job is just a way to help you do that. So yeah, that's success. Excellent. Wow. Okay. Uh, you kind of set a high bar here impact because, um, you've got like, 30 seconds left and you don't, you don't have, you can use that any way you want, but I really thought that seven minutes might not be enough and that somebody would feel flustered. So kudos to you being our first, our first super seven segment uh, participant. And for finishing everything. Yeah, you do. I I think, I think tonight was a speed record for my mouth. I don't think I've talked this. I don't think I've ever talked that fast on the radio. I don't know. Maybe I have, but I don't think I've ever talked that fast on this show. So I think I was just like ready. I wanted to ram. I wanted to get through it. (laughs) You did. And you know what? Uh, I think we're going to change your, your superhero name from impact to tweak because. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I already, I already chose Ellen Pacto. Also allowed is um, his holy paxness. I believe I've oh said multiple God. times on Facebook that that's allowed. If you want to call me by 
I've had newbies come talk to me and they'll be like, Mr. Impact, because on Facebook, my name is Carter Impact. So I guess they view it as a last name. I don't know. But they go, Mr. Impact. And I'm like, no. Mr. Impact, Mr. Is, Impact my is my father. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so then I made a post God. saying, like, you know, people don't need to be that formal with me. And then finish that post saying, but if you want to be that formal, alternatives include, I don't remember the other things that I said, but the best one that stuck with me was his holy packness. So I'm, a, I'm, I, that's, that's my alternate hero name. Pack my so kids. feel free to go by that. Cause oh, I've just turned man. imp and pack as the alternate versions of my name. So I, 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 I'm like an Ellen Packer. Impacto Grande. Impacto Grande. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a disease. Yeah. Right? Kind of that's what that. she said. Right? That's what she said. <laughs> oh, that's God. Awesome. Here we go. I don't think we can have a show without it. That's what she said. So nah. it's, it's, it's got to be in there somewhere. So. That's what she said also. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. Um, back to you, uh, Spectre, because we're we're losing it over here. Wow. Um, like I said, if this show sounds a little weird tonight, it's Bug is sick. I'm fighting not getting sick, and um, Spectre's just and, a sick individual. I'm, so yeah, and and, and Impact's like, not helping. I'm in I'm in Mississippi preparing for the apocalypse. Because I'm in Mississippi oh for two my weeks. God. I'm midway through a two-week stint down here. I'm I'm in a hotel. I have food, water, liquor for trading, um, and like a walking stick in case I need a bug out. Like I'm ready. I am. The apocalypse might happen, and I'm prepared. Without oh a bug out kit, that's the scary part. Yeah. Oh. Remember the the water in the upper deck of your toilet is okay to drink. Yep. That's right. Yep. Uh, I, yeah. I've got a bunch of containers of water in them filled up right now. I am prepared. Ooh, good. Good. Cyanide, just in case. <laughs> that cyanide pill, just in case things get way out of I'm hand. Staying, and... I'm staying next to a Walmart, man. I've got, like, scavenging potential. Oh, oh my goodness. This sounds like it's turning into an episode of The Walking Dead it here. It really does, yeah. <laughs> I've been binge-watching Fear the Walking Dead so I can learn what to do right after the apocalypse ends. <laughs> like a documentary. Binge, right? Binge-watching it like a documentary to get tips. That is the way to go, yeah. though, because seriously, they'll, they'll come up with stuff Earth. you never thought of. Oh, my God. Okay, so first-time listeners, Ugh. yes, we are quite uh, – it can get out of hand here, and that's, that's why people said. love us. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, uh, excellent job, Impact. It's up to we, – we will poll our uh, listeners now to see if they want to hear more about you in an upcoming episode. They they probably do, so I'm going to say it's, it's looking in your favor right now. Um and uh, I, I think I'm going to turn it back over to my co-host now, so he can decide what he wants to do with you. Especially if you're, you're going to be in his pa- in his uh, neck of the woods now. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I think we might be doing yeah. a bit of work together. I think uh, I think watch this space because uh, yeah, this probably won't be the last year of us. <laughs> I can't wait to be I can't wait to be a New Yorker again. So I've been a New Yorker all my life. So I moved to North Carolina, so I'm excited to be. I'm from Syracuse, like upstate New York, but I get to be a, I get to call myself a New Yorker again, and that's exciting. A real New Yorker. 
Yeah, now I can be a real New Yorker. And just, so like, crap on, crap on the upstate where I'm from. Like, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, I'll, 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 never, I'll never give that up. Wow. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> with two, two and a half minutes left, Sector, you want to let the listeners know what they can expect in the future from us. Uh, just, yeah, we, we, we kind of play it loose here, so we throw yeah, around we ideas. And... Um, We've we got a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, in fact, uh, Vector actually referred me on to a company who I'm talking to, to a non-profit who I'm talking to now, who are all about socks for the homeless. And if you think an episode about socks could be boring, um, it might be, but probably not. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted. These, these guys seem really, really cool. Um, a, a non-profit down in Phoenix who, who just literally gets socks for the homeless, the most sought-after item for the homeless and the least donated. So uh, that could be a fun one. We've got a bunch of other stuff coming up. It's, it's kind of coming into the holidays, and we get, uh, we get kind of stupid into the holidays. So you, you probably remember that from the last couple of years. So uh, it's all <laughs> Um, so yeah, watch this space on that side of things. Um, we'll be posting a whole bunch of stuff about the veterans packs as we go through uh, through November. Um, I'm even going to post selfishly my own sponsorship for this stupid running thing in case uh, in case anyone wants to throw a few bucks down and, uh, and sponsor me on that as well. So uh, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. Um, thank you as usual to all of the people in our chat room, to uh, James Evo Marks who. Uh, dialed in and gave us a ton of really, really good information, which we'll be uh, sharing amongst you guys, and to Impact, who was our Super 7 this week. Um, we will let you go, thanks to my lovely co-host Rock and to Nightbug on the, on the uh, soundboards, and we will be back next week for more fun and games from Heroes 101 Radio. I guess uh, that's it from us. Good night, everyone. Have a good week. Thanks, everyone. Love ya. Have a good one. Be safe.